When we started this podcast five years ago, one of the top people on our wish list was Mr. Jaime Licalco. I grew up reading his articles on the local newspaper, and you could say part of my interest in the paranormal was formed by reading Sir Jaime's articles. You could say this special episode is my experience with the paranormal coming full circle. Sir Jaime talks about when it all started for him, what he believes about Lemuria, and his experience on extraterrestrials. Enjoy. Uh, first of all, thank you for for allowing us to talk to you. Uh, it's, it's a real honor for us, sir. Yes, welcome. We'd like to start with a few questions sure. with regards to the start of your journey. I've read uh, most of your articles online and uh, on, on the newspaper before, pa. And uh, you briefly touched on it that I think after you were married, you tried to do a master on it. But personally, when did this interest or did you have experiences when you were younger? Naku. <laughs> what a question. It's a difficult question. Really, it's difficult to say when it started the interest. In, in the 1970s, no, after my graduation from AIM, no, I took my master's degree in business management. And about 72, I graduated. 74, 75, I got interested in um, researching on the faith healers mm, yes. of uh, the Philippines. Because, you know, I was, I'm intrigued by things that cannot be explained by science. And things like, how can some people tell the future when it's still not happening? No? How can people describe something which is not in front of him, you know, very far? These kind of things. How can some people walk on fire without getting burned? I'm interested in this, no, because there is no scientific explanation. So I said, I wanted to know why. What's the rationale behind these things? So I started observing the faith healers of the Philippines. It was 1974, 75, and in 76, I wrote an, a book, a whole book on the faith healers. And that was where they began. You know, it started as a curiosity on my part, no? And also to, to, to find out whether there's any truth to all this. Yes. Uh, because all the people in the scientific field, academic field, saying this is not true, this is all trickery, this is all nonsense. Well, I can tell you for the fact, after 10 or 20 years of studying this, this is true. Yes. <laughs> these are valid. I can prove it. I have scientific, I have x-rays, I have ultrasound proof that psychic surgery exists, but they're not always there. I mean, sometimes there may be some fraudulent things. Yes, but I have about five cases where I can show medically that they're genuine. So those people who have been um, criticizing or skeptical about these things, about ESP, telepathy, clairvoyance, and telekinesis, have never really investigated the evidence, the proofs you know, mm -hmm. of this. They just yuck, 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 mm -hmm. but without actually investigating. Yes. And this is the whole, you know, James Randi, for example, is one example of a very good uh, guy who's always objecting to anything psychic. He asked me, how come you don't want to, to take this, uh, no, no, yung bayernia of $1 million to prove I have psychic powers? Yeah. I said, Randi, I don't have to do that because there's a lot of information you can, for the past 100 years, there's a lot of information, evidence, scientific. You never let, try to look at them. Yeah. There's no need for me to prove it. So I said, he shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, he died recently. You know, see, James Brown did that. Mm -hmm. May he rest in peace. So th that's how it began, no? as a curiosity. 
I wanted to find out, is there any explanation? And now I know, now I can tell you what, what, what does this, how, how telepathy happens, how, how, how genesis. I'm teaching this, how, how, how to do these things, yes. you know? And for, for the past so many years, since 1988, I've been teaching people how to do this and successfully. So this is how it began. As a curious, it was really as a hobby. Yes, but it became an obsession for me, <laughs> and uh, I look at so many things—not just that, but anything that cannot be explained by science. I am very interested. Ghosts, for example, how can some people see? I have seen ghosts several times. One time, three ghosts even accompanied me in an ele ele elevator in Makati. I, I have seen. I have talked to spirits. No? Yeah, <laughs> and dami, and dami experience. You know, when you experience something, it is very difficult for somebody to dissuade you that it is not true. Yes. But if you have not seen for example, you believe in ghosts. If you have not seen a ghost, you will not believe it. And you yes. are correct. I mean, I, I agree with you if you have yes. not seen. But I have seen, I have talked to them, and I have received information from the dead, which were verified by the recipients you know, of these messages, about six or seven of them, actual messages, handwritten. Pa, no? <laughs> so th th that's the answer to your Sorry, I'm, I'm I had to talk uh, long. I, it's it's okay, sir. Uh, we, we want to listen to you talk about it. But uh, <laughs> to give you also a background on our podcast, we actually interviewed a few people. And again, I feel I, I could relate to your curiosity because for me, when I read your articles in the Inquirer before, that's where the, the curiosity started. And of course, I, I had Hayaya who was from Capis and she had stories of Aswans <laughs> and Capis yeah, and all that. country. And, yeah, Aswan country. So, I don't believe in it, by the way. Okay. I, don't, I don't believe in Aswan, sir. No, no, there's no proof. Ah, there's no proof yet. There is no proof. I believe in duendes, you know, Capre, no. I believe in nature spirit. Meron talaga. May, may proof dyan. Yes. So. Yung Aswan, I've been to Capis twice, no? And um, Roja City. And looking for, for, for Aswang, I never found any, <laughs> never met one. And so I, I cannot believe it yet. No? Oh, I'm not saying it's not true, and, but to me, it's still a question mark. The people we've talked to who are sensitive, most of them, when asked about Aswang also, they haven't experienced. So we, ha we interviewed this girl before who could see spirits. But she could not see elementals, and she, yes. she's very interested in uh, uh -oh. seeing aswang. Because yun nga, she could see spirits, she could talk to them. Yes. Pero aswang wala, wala talaga siyang proof. Same. Uh oh. That's it. That's what. That's what I'm saying. No, it's a legend. So, what are your theories with regards to that, sir? With regards to aswang, para oral history lang siya na. Oh, these are myths. No? There, okay. there are so many myths like. Uh, the Greek mythology, Norse mythology, Egyptian mythology, you know, and the Filipino mythology. Uh, these are legends, you know, what you call the urban legends that we don't have proof of, you know, uh, but they are believed in by people. So these are urban legends. Okay, sir. I, I will deep dive into my <laughs> my favorite topic now. The, the seed of the idea came from one of your articles also. Um, when you mentioned that when you were studying the faith healers and you were, you're trying to relate how come some Filipinos in the far south, uh, Samar, Leyte area, seem to have uh, different abilities. A, lo a lot of the people we've talked to who have uh, abilities, not all of them, but a lot who we've talked to, medyo dun sa area na yun, sir, nanggagaling. So Samar, Leyte, Cebu, and... Uh, which brings me to Biringan and that uh, lost city. So 
my theory, based on your theory, <laughs> is that they are descendants of uh, whatever advanced race that was. Is that the same thing you believe, sir, or do you have... Yes, but they're not just faith leaders. I'm uh, talking about all the Tajwishila specialists, psychic surgeons. So why is it that there it exists only in the Philippines mm-hmm. and Brazil, the psychic surgery especially? Faith healers, we have a lot of all over the world. Yes. I distinguish faith healers from those who can do psychic surgery with their bare hands or with some instrument. There are only two countries in the world that, that does this, no? psychic surgery. Brazil and the Philippines. And both are Catholic countries, no? and both have a tradition of spiritism and spiritualism. Why is it that only Pangasinan, the Locos region, uh, the northern Luzon area, are there so many of these uh, healers, but not not one in the south, except oh. the Cebu, there is a migrant from, from you see, Emilio La Purga, who came from the, from the north. Mm-hmm. who transferred to, and he's no longer there. He's all, all, all the time in Argentina. I brought him there once, and he kept on going there because earning a lot of money up to now. Okay. So, But there was nobody in the South doing psychic surgery. Okay. All of them. So the question was asked of me, why? And and there are so many theories behind it. Because Pakistan has sought, no sought is healing, etc. My theory is that it's because the, um, the basis for the study of psychic surgery was introduced in the north and central Luzon through the book that was translated into Tagalog and uh, Pangasinan language or Ilocos language. This is the book of Alan Kardec uh, on, the, on the spirits, the book of spirits and the book of mediums. This is the basis of spiritism in the Philippines. It was translated only in Tagalog and Pangasinan. That's why it, it, it became prominent there. You know? Because we, these are the sons of Lemuria. Now, I cannot prove to you that Lemuria existed, but it, it, it did. <laughs> it existed. It did. Oh, so you believe also the fact that probably Lemurians um, were closer to their spirituality. They were more uh, open spiritually that they could uh, access their uh, psychic skills with regards to, of course, surgery and recognition and uh, all that. Yes, Lemuria was in a very advanced country. People were good in, in psychic powers and um, telepathy and spirituality more. The Atlanteans were also there, also very uh, advanced in psychic ability. But this, the, the Lemurians are more spiritual. Uh, they have more spiritual powers. And uh, the Philippines was part of Lemuria. I have a book where, which is called The Secret Knowledge, uh, the Book of Enoch by James Hurtak. I don't know whether you're familiar with that. And there is a map that was, it was it, this, this book was channeled, was given to him through the spirit. And there is a map of the world during that time. And it shows that the Philippines is in the center of Lemuria. It shows there in the book, see? And uh, that's what James Hurtak and I became friends huh? uh, because of this uh, common interest. James Hurtak is the president and founder of the Academy for Future Science in Los Gatos, California. He's very well known, very well respected scientist. Yes, two or three PhD degrees. This guy. <laughs> so that kind of explains why there are a lot of again. The more we talk to people anonymously, because we we get we, people reach out to us anonymously because when they open up about their experiences, they want to remain anonymous because of I'm sure you know that mm. because of our religion and our family members, they will not accept. Yes, they tend to judge. <laughs> so yes. the the people we have 
who talk to us, we realize lang na sir ang daming ang daming gifted meaning either psychic abilities with regards to seeing ghosts or uh, seeing the future parang may, merong common gifts for all parang lumalabas psychic sir who can see ghosts they can also see auras from time to time depending on their openness they can also see the future that those three are constant with people who seem to see spirits i'm not sure if it's, if you have observed the same sir yeah yes and uh, you know I, i'm lucky you know because uh, i have met some of the most the world's greatest psychics of the how, how to call it the, the best of the best yes you know, yes in the world i have met uri geller yes. in dusseldorf uh-huh. in 1994 we were together for three days in a conference and that's uri geller who can bend spoons yes. and all this kind of stuff He's so famous he has two jet planes and two mansions uh-huh. in, in england and in uh, in, in germany and uh, we have become friends you know and this guy is amazing as his his during the the conference in, in Dusseldorf he demonstrated something which is more remarkable than um, bending spoons you know what he did what sir he was able to germinate radish seeds in his hand by telling the seeds to grow 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 and his hand was extended uh, extended in front of him with all cameras focused on the on the hand and he never moved his hand now if it's slate of hand you quick anulamang yes uh-huh. he will just duplicate it and all that put in substitute he has to move his hand but he did not move his hand from beginning to end and we saw the, the there were about 10 seeds that he placed there and he said everybody say in english grow 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 and after about maybe um, less than a minute or maybe one minute one of the radish seeds is started to germinate up to one or two inches we saw it everybody was there he was not moving his hand if it is light of hand i don't know how he did it i remember a story sir when i was young i think you mentioned that in one of your articles now uh, <laughs> we would also do it in our house if the tv would not work we would close our eyes and just say work work because i think i read it from one of your articles well you know why you have to be at a certain level of the brainwaves <laughs> yes. you have to be at the delta level of the brainwaves to be able to do that what we've also learned from the sensitives we've talked to they say that the power of thought and intention in that plane in that dimension our power also is that strong some sensitives who double with this they tell us na para you can shield yourself even if just using your thought your imagination and intention you can shield yourself and i i think that's related to how yuri geller with this yeah. intention in his ano yes intentions can affect uh, physical objects this is now admitted by quantum physics Con- our consciousness awareness and intention can affect physical objects this is no longer a question so i, I will switch the answer to um, the let's say extraterrestrial If okay. you don't mind, okay, sir. Fine, anything. Under the sun, you can ask any okay. questions. <laughs> What we've noticed, actually, the more we talk to sensitives, uh, they also, it also somehow delves into that aspect of the the extraterrestrial. So, parang nare-realize namin, kala na, ah, syempre, kami parang augusts and elementals lang kami. And then eventually, they will tell us, oh, there are extraterrestrial beings around us. And they are... Uh, some of them, yun nga, ang isa nakausap namin, sir, she's a light worker in Denmark, and she was telling us that she could communicate with some of them. I believe that. 
baka you, <laughs> you can share, sir, with regards what, to your thoughts. What are I believe in extraterrestrials? Yes. yes, sir. Yes. They have been here for, for so long, millions of years ago. They, they, they were here on Earth, and they have left monuments. They have left artifacts that cannot be explained by archaeologists. All over the world, and also maybe in Africa, in Peru, in South America, in Mexico, they, they have left monuments. And even in Egypt, no? The, the, the pyramid, for example, cannot mm -hmm. be explained. Yes. Given the tools available at that time, it's not possible to build a pyramid. Even at this time, there were several attempts to build a pyramid with our modern equipment, and they could not do it. So how it was done, nobody knows. And it's perfect, no? the dimensions and all that referred to the dimensions of the Earth, the circumference of the Earth, and also in the equator and all that. If you multiply certain values in the pyramid, they all refer to the geometry of the of the world and also above in the sky yes the orion star mm, okay, and to yes. sirius no uh, the, the 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 chamber the queen's chamber is uh, aligned to sirius and the king's chamber to orion no okay at the time so it, it there is a connection between the positioning of the pyramid even the where it was Located, yes, magnetic strongest magnetic area of the earth. No, mm -mm -mm. so all of these things, no, where they get this knowledge, yes. So, even though they don't believe in this, the yeah. evidence is so so <laughs> evident. <laughs> so, but you know, let, let me let me let me express something. I, I'm not uh, asking people to believe me, you know, I'm, I'm not interested in converting people. To my way of thinking, mm -hmm. you, you you can accept or reject what I'm saying. I yes. mean, it doesn't bother me because I'm not I'm not interested in converting you yes. and saying I, I uh, you should believe me. No, you can reject what I'm saying. It, it will not bother me because I, I I have my own reasons for believing this, and you can have your own reasons for not believing it. And uh, there's no quarrel with that. No, neither of us are wrong. That was right. It's just a difference in in, in interpretation. So I'm not I'm not bothered by people who say, okay, that's nonsense and all that nonsense. Mm, yes. From his point of view, that's nonsense. He's correct. Yes. From his point of view. <laughs> from his point of view. <laughs> but from my point of view, Ibaso, I don't care. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if it's nonsensical, that, that's your point of view. I respect that. Sir, I'd like to ask your uh, if your opinion. Uh if you you've been observing this also. So we've talked to this uh exorcist recently, start of this year. Because we had a guest who asked for help. She felt her children were seeing spirits. Uh, she could also see spirits, but she doesn't want to see them. Anyway, she asked an exorcist if he could help close the third eye of the children. We got to helping her. And the exorcist said, for some reason this year, with regards to the frequencies, for some reason, the frequencies are mixing this year. That's why a lot of people are experiencing sightings of spirits. Encounters with elementals. I'm not sure if you've had that same experience or heard of it also. That this year, particularly, there's some shift in the, I guess, the dimensions, the fifth and the fourth dimension. Well, well scientifically, the, the, there was a slight shift in the axis of the Earth. Mm, yes, I Which was predicted also. by Edgar Cayce that there will be, I, I can't remember the exact, in the 1980s, no, that the, 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 the Earth's axis changed, which created also differences in the magnetic field, no, and thereby affecting our consciousness in some way also we there is this cycle of uh, i think every 2600 years uh the cycle of yuga you no know, the yuga called the yuga in, in hindu mm -hmm. 
mm -hmm. uh, which is uh, every thousand six hundred years there's a change or shift. So we are we are actually in the age of Kali, of confusion and all that and doubt and etc. We are going into the area of of yoga of of Aquarius where there will be greater freedom of, of choice, there will be gr greater consciousness and ability to, to reach to the higher levels of consciousness. The people who are being born in, uh, in, in at this time are more psychic than those that are born before. These are the, what the, they call it, the indigo children. <laughs> indigo children, I've heard of that. Sir, did, yes. have you heard about the, <laughs> it's very, malapit na siya, sir. Um, again, this, was, this information came from the light uh, worker we talked to who could uh, who believes in this and she believes uh, she's talked to them uh may 26 this may 26 supposedly is the the shift 26 to june something is the shift supposedly she sends us material from uh, an indian who channels uh messages from uh, pleadians i think and the pleadians yes and they're saying that may 26 is the start of the shift i'm not aware of the particular date but i believe in the pleiadians uh, messages because i myself believe it or not got a message from the pleiadians in the 1980s and uh, if if you're interested in that the, the one who channel there's a book called bringers of the dawn by marciniak barbara marciniak uh, which is a book on the messages of the of the pleiadians to the earth people Sir, I've also heard your, your experience with, uh, you talked about it in your Facebook channel, about that experience uh, with the rock, where you, where you touched the rock, I think. Oh, oh yes. Well, this is, this is where I met the E.T. in Lukban, in Ciudad Verdadero, a mystical place, privately owned. And uh, it has a lot of myst mystical events happening there. If you go there, you meet uh, <laughs> a lot of things that are <laughs> unexplainable. Uh, the most highly skeptical people I brought there, and my God, they, they changed overnight, you know, <laughs> because of the, it's a mysterious place. And uh, I went into trance, and there's a big boulder there, big, about three, about six feet high, uh, three feet uh, wide, and I don't know, width, no? And um, and if you touch it, it, it vibrates, no? And um, anybody who touches it feels something different. One time I went into trance and I went out of my body. I was inside that boulder. I was inside and I met an AT, a female extraterrestrial. She was, uh, she has usual features of uh, what we see in the movies or what we see in the books of a big head, uh, big eye, almond eyes black almond eyes, small nose, small mouth, uh, long, long um, hands, no, all that. She was completely naked, uh, but there was no breast, there was no female breast, no, she was flat, no, ganyan. And she, she has a rubbery gray skin, mm -hmm. completely hairless, which is the description of, 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 of this. Uh, grace. The grace, no? yes, the this grace. is the most common uh, ET that's been seen by so many people, it's yes. the gray. They called gray because their skin is gray, rubbery gray in mm -hmm. color. She was very pleasant looking. She was not scary at all. And she welcomed me there inside and said, I'm sorry at this time, I cannot bring you down. I, I felt there was something very, very deep. I could see only up to the waist, from the waist down, it's completely dark. And said that next time you come here, I will bring you down. So I thought I was just um, dreaming. It was just uh, 
<laughs> imagination until at noon time when I talked about what we, what we experienced, I said I saw something and another person in our group said, oh, I also see something. And I asked, what did you see? And he described exactly what I saw. So I knew I was not imagining things because another person saw what I saw, that woman, gray, ET. So I have met an ET. And I have told this to James Hurtak, who believed in me and uh, said there are really such things. Sir, do you believe that some of them have actually crossbred with humans? Um, I, I'm not sure about that because I, I, it's possible. Well, remember that in the Bible, there was this, the watchers, you know, the giants who mated with the earth people, mm -hmm. the, the Anunnakis, no, the, yes. the Anunnakis. And they mated uh, and they, they created giants, no? <laughs> but also there have been stories of elementals marrying or intermarrying humans. Yes. And they become half human and half elementals. So I have heard stories like this. And there's somebody I met who claims he is in partly Encanto. Really? And partly human. So, <laughs> but you see, if you read, um, I forgot his name now, 15th century, uh, mystic and scientist, Paracelsus. Okay. Uh, Paracelsus uh, was the one who actually enumerated, no, classified these different elementals. And he said that they can intermarry humans. No? So there is half-breed. That's according to him. My, my theory with regards to that is some people who have highly uh, attuned psychic gifts, meaning I know this person who can see ghosts and see elementals at the same time. And one of his stories was he could, in, in the morning when he wakes up, he looks at the tree and there's something in the tree waving at him. <laughs> uh, most of the sensitives we talk to, they have different gifts, meaning oh, some yes. could only just see spirits, but some see the whole spectrum. You know, one of the most interesting uh, experiences or stories I heard, I went to Iloilo mm -hmm. when I was, when I, I wrote a whole book on dwarves and yes. elementals. And in my, this based on research. And in Iloilo, I met a farmer, an almost 70-year-old farmer, who told me this story. Well, he was riding a carabao. At one point, there is a, in the middle of the field, there is a mango tree. And the carabao didn't want to go there, I was agitated. And then he saw a capre smoking a cigar or a cigarette. And they became friends. One time he said he had a cigarette. No? He went to the field, but he forgot the matches. No? Then he, he met this, this, this capre friend of his. And he was able to, to light his cigarette. So, I mean, these kind of things fascinate me. I don't know whether that's true or not, but why would he, why would he tell that story if it was not true? No? And who will believe that? Yes, that's true. We also actually uh, talk to other uh, parang sensitives from other nations just to check ano yung elementals na meron sa atin na meron sa kanila. Pero what we noticed is, again, this could again connect to that idea na the power of intention, the power of thought. Parang mas malakas and mas nakikialam yung mga elementals here sa Philippines. We heard the story of black duende supposedly influencing the business of the house they were in. So, mas 
mas influential sila here sa Philippines compared to other countries that they're in. No, I don't believe. The reason why you don't hear so much about them abroad because they, many don't believe in this and they, they, they don't talk about it. Yes. Filipinos are more open and they talk about their experiences. So you think that they're more active here. That's mm. not true. Okay. It's the same all over the world. But they, they, don't, they just don't talk about it. In the Western world, they don't talk about these things because they're very scientific and very skeptical. So they don't want to, they, they hide this because the, their reputation will be at stake. You know, they will be said that they're crazy and all that and very embarrassing. So they don't talk about these things. You know? But here, there are more stories about it. So they, you think that it's more active. That's not true. It's active all over the world. Okay. You know? So you've heard stories sir, of, of the same uh, elementals around the world also. Oh, yeah, especially in, Bang, in, 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 in Thailand. Mm. We have the same. In Indonesia, we have the same. Same stories. I'm trying to see lang kasi when we talk to the other countries then we try to see meron rin ba silang tikbalang? <laughs> meron rin ba silang kapre? Ah, iba. Oh, mas maraming variety dito. Oh. <laughs> in Ireland, for example, they call it the leprechauns. Oh, Ireland, sir, actually. Oh, very similar. They call it leprechauns. These are the duendes. They're very similar. Eh? They're all over the world. That's why, you know, I cannot understand why scientists, academicians, religious people don't believe in it when the evidence is so so widespread, no? It's, yes. it just open your eyes. It's there. As you, you yourself have been t- t- talking to people, and you know, they will not be talking about this if they if it's not true. Yes. How can they invent all of these these stories? They cannot. No? So do, do you have a theory with regards to time slips? Uh, you're, you're walking in a place, and then suddenly you're in a different place, in a different time. Oh yes, I I I have several stories that are fantastic about that. It even happened to one. Rani Raimundo, you know, Rani Raimundo, the yes. entertainer, he's a yes, singer. Yes, yes. It happened to him. What happened to, you know, I wrote stories about two stories or three of people who have gone to a place that never existed. No? And uh, there were two women, for example, in Americans who went to Mexico and they, they, they stopped at Acapulco. And since uh, they have not been there, so okay, let's stay, stay overnight here and then let's go to Mexico in the morning. So they stayed in a place with a beautiful hotel. They stayed at the seventh floor and they even asked a soft drink and, mm. and a sandwich and they ate. No? <laughs> and then in the evening, there were some manifestations. They got so scared. Uh, there were some, yeah, a manifestation for spirit. So they they left. No, they wanted to. They got out of the hotel right away mm-hmm. and booked for the next flight to Mexico. And the attendant said, "This very sorry, senorita, but nobody stays here more than one night <laughs> in this in this hotel." <laughs> and uh, after one week or two weeks, they were coming back to the states, and they passed by Acapulco again, no? from going from Me- Mexico City to to Acapulco. And they, they had to drop by there again as a stopover. One of the girls, one of the women, got interested to find out what is that place they went to. They, she knows the street, the name of the street, and there is a Fanta Orange sign billboard across the hotel. So she went there, she found the billboard. There was nothing on the in front of it. It was empty. So she asked the taxi driver, where is this hotel that looks like this and very may uniform pa yung mga security guards and all the doormen and the taxi driver said I, I, there's no such hotel in this place uh mademoiselle and he said no i was there only uh, two weeks ago i was uh, i was there and and this hotel was there and we even uh, went there and ate no? 
said, I said, and this driver said, you know, I have been driving in this city for the past 20 years, and I have never seen such a hotel that you described. So, so they went into another dimension. And I have at least three stories of that time travel. So it's possibly a parallel dimension or? Yeah, you know, if you look at, if, if, if you're fond of, of, of uh, no, no, reading quantum physics uh, mm-hmm. or quantum mechanics, there is a, um, the theory of parallel universe, they call it the multiverse. Multiverse, yes. Or the many worlds theory is, is a theory in, in quantum physics. And I said that what's happening here can be happening also in some other dimension, the parallel universe. This is a theory in quantum physics right now. It's not, it's not a laughing matter. No? It's a serious theory being investigated by quantum physicists right now. We will look more into that. Sir, uh, we've taken up your time, but we, we have just have a few questions, if, if it's okay, sir. Yeah, okay. A few more questions, and then let's let's cut it off. <laughs> I'll ask one of the questions. sir. They should not take it. You can ask any question. Starstruck, I'm starstruck. There's nothing embarrassing. This is one of the questions of our, from one of the groups. Um, being an expert, I mean, with, uh, with your years of experience, do you have advice for people who are just starting out? My advice, be skeptical about it. Don't believe everything right away. Okay. <laughs> Try to prove before you believe. This is what happened to me. I, you know, I, I studied philosophy. I taught logic in college. I cannot believe anything without proof. And I tell you the things I'm talking about, I can prove. But I didn't believe in them at first. I was very skeptical. I really, I was laughing at people who believe in these things until I myself became a believer because I had proof. Only after I have proof that I believe in it. Same thing, people who are doing research on this, don't believe everything you see. Prove it first. <laughs> uh, sir, last question. What do you think uh, they can do to help? I mean, probably to enlighten other people or to... You, you mentioned it in one of your Facebook posts, I think, that you you have spirit guides because you, have, you feel you have this mission. You have a mission to for something. So for people who have the same abilities and gifts... What do you think they should do to help or open minds? Well, as I said, they have to be careful about this because there's a lot of there's a lot of nonsense in this field, and uh, but it has it has some basis. I have seen it. I have seen the the basis. I have seen the rationale behind these things, and that's why I believe in them. But at the beginning, I was I wanted to debunk these things. No, I didn't believe in this. But things have begun to happen to me. As I said, like I, I, unbelievable things. I, even healing, I have healed several people, and uh, I've communicated with spirits. I've seen ghosts. I, I have been able to diagnose illness of people. And uh, there are so many things that happened to me, which if it did not happen, I won't believe. So in in investigating this. Be very careful not to believe everything until you can prove it to yourself. Thank you, sir. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Also, but the others didn't ask any question. Uh, Gina, you have a question. Go ahead. At last. Hi, sir, JB. Gina. Um, yes. Actually, fun mo ko since high school. Thank you, Gina. Thank you so much. Ginagunting ko mga Tuesday mga articles sa Inquirer. Really? Wow. I should give you a medal. Wala pang internet noon, so alam ko high school yun. <laughs> Nayulanda lang po, kaya nawala. My uh, column in the Inquirer no longer comes out uh, printed edition. They moved me to the digital 
so you can still write, uh, read me in the digital online. I did. I was protesting this, but I've been reading said it, it's, sir. It's, Binabasa ko pa din siya. Yeah, good. Thank you. Nasa digital ngayon. Every Tuesday. Yes. Yeah, what's your question, Gina? Uh, sir, Jimmy, may... Uh, uh, hindi naman siya... Parang gusto ko lang ikwento mo ulit yung, yung nakita mo yung, yung several reincarnation. Oh. <laughs> Kasi alam mo sa lahat ng... Sa mga books, I've read a few. Parang nagbago talaga yung paniniwala ko. Yeah, you know, I didn't believe in reincarnation because I was raised a Catholic. No, I studied in the Catholic school. I even taught uh, religion. I was a catechist in high school. You know, very religious. And uh, I I studied in the Catholic school from elementary, high school, and college. Can you can just imagine? You know, the kind of thinking that I have. Very Catholic, no, very conservative. And I couldn't believe in these things. But then, because of some proof, I did not see my past life uh, as any regression. And it was in 1979 that somebody asked me to go to a fortune teller in Quezon City, in Novaliches. And I said, I was not interested in fortune telling to, to tell the future. He said, no, no this, this woman can tell you also about the past, about your past life. I got interested, although I was not a believer in, 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 in reincarnation, I was interested in the subject. So I went with this, with this friend of mine, a writer, a well-known writer, to see this woman. And um, she died already, by the way, so don't ask me uh, to, to introduce you to her. It's going to be difficult to communicate with her now. She didn't know me. And she started talking about my past life. No, and she, said, she told me that I was a monk in Egypt 3,500 years ago. And uh, I was a, a keeper of esoteric wisdom. And I was giving this wisdom only to the initiates and to the pharaohs. And keeping it away from the public, keeping them ignorant about this esoteric knowledge and hidden truths and 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 that explains to me why in this lifetime i'm giving away knowledge i'm, I'm i've written about 18 books and and my books have been translated into 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 uh without german into japanese and also polish languages you no know? and i have lectured all over the world so i'm spreading knowledge not only here but over over the world and i couldn't understand that and it was only after i knew my past life that understood. When I went to Egypt, I went to Cairo and I've seen the pyramid. I, I was very at home in Cairo. Although it was very magulun magulun at that time, magulun magulun on Cairo, no? nakawan and all that, no? hustlers and all that. But I felt very at home. I don't read novels, but the first novel that I read was The Egyptian, which is 785 pages. No? And I, I don't, I hate novels because you can even say it in one or two sentences <laughs> tapos na, no? but, but they will tell you in 300 pages Flourish pa. Oh. so I, I'm not interested in fiction but the first fiction book that I read was The Egyptian by Mika Waltari in the 70s in the 70s I didn't believe in this I gravitated towards towards Egypt interest in Egypt interest in the Middle East and Greece I found out also I had a Greek incarnation before. So this woman was telling me everything about myself when I didn't believe in it. And so my friend said, what do you think of her? I think, and I said, I think she's crazy. <laughs> he told my friend, why? I don't believe any, every, anything she said about me. How can I prove it? So for, for 10 years, I, I, it was something I didn't believe until gradually as I started examining my play, my, myself and examining my interest, I noticed a pattern which is my, I have collections of Egyptian things and 
very much attached to Egypt. And because I was a monk <laughs> during the time of Ramses II, you see, Meron pan love story and I fell in love with a woman <laughs> that was of high, beautiful, but, uh, no, but of noble birth. Mm -mm. I fell in love and that should not be because I was a monk. Yes. One time this woman was riding a chariot and she fell and died. Now she said to me, this uh, fortune teller, because of your love for this woman, you stole the staff of life, which can only be used by the high priest, which can revive the dead. No? It's a magic with, with, a, with an arm cross. No? It's, a, it's, a, it's a staff. I stole that and revived the girl. But then the high priest learned about what I did, told it to the Pharaoh Ramses, and we were both banished out of, uh, of uh, Cairo, out of Egypt. Siguro. So that's what happened. But uh, this woman said, don't worry. This time you're going to meet Ramses II again. And this time your meeting will be a pleasant one. And I met Ramses II in this lifetime. But that's another story. <laughs> yes. Uh, I would like people to uh, visit your Facebook page and uh, read your articles for more, for more information about your meeting with Ramses. Yeah, on Facebook, yes. And my, my seminars. I have seminars. Uh, yeah, my next seminar it will be on May 29, on online sem on Zoom online seminar on self-healing through visualization. Natapos na yan, on the first weekend, I had telepathy and then soulmate karma and reincarnation. And then this last weekend, I'll have uh, this um, the seminar, two-hour seminar, how to heal yourself using your mind, no? using imagery. And for those who are interested, may call up the telephone numbers 8810-7245. Or 0998-988-6292 for instructions how to enroll no, in the seminar. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you also for allowing us to <laughs> harass you with our questions. Anytime, just let me know. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you again, Sir Jimmy, for giving us the time to question you about the things that keep us up at night. Sir Jimmy has an upcoming seminar this May 29, Self-Healing Through Self-Visualization. It's a two-hour seminar to be conducted on Zoom. He says it's how to heal yourself using your mind, using imagery. For more information, you could visit their Facebook page, Inner Mind Learning Institute. You could also call 881-07245 or 0998-988. 6292 If you want to read more of Sir Jimmy's articles, you can also search for Jaime Licauco on Google and Inquirer has an extensive archive on his articles. If there's one thing we should take away from this interview, it's that we should also be skeptical about the things we hear. Personally, when I listen and have these guests on our podcast, I can't be the skeptic in the conversation. I have to respect their experiences, their stories, and I'm not in a position to judge them or question them of what they've experienced because that is what they've been experiencing their whole lives. We're here to listen and to share it to all of you. So the burden of being skeptical lies on you, the listener. You have to question, you verify, and you doubt. For most of the psychics and sensitives we've talked to, they'll be the first one to tell me that they're usually out to debunk these things as well. Even if they see all these strange and unnatural things, it is still in their nature to doubt and verify it first. So I leave you with that thought. 
If you have unusual experiences you want to share, please message us on Facebook or email us at paranormalsph at gmail.com. As I mentioned, I will not debunk or question your story. Given the short time we have here on Earth, I'm only here to enjoy the mysteries of life that you have to share. We keep things anonymous, so don't worry if you feel that your relatives will listen to this podcast. The Paranormal Podcast is engineered and produced by F90 Productions. Please rate and review our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whichever podcast platform you are using. Thank you for listening. And everyone, please stay safe.